You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 87 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Mikey P, start us off. Cuz. Was my energy down? The energy was I down, apologize. bro. I apologize. Oh, well, guys, that. I need the goatee back, bro. I need the Pauls with the goatee back. Saturday morning. <laughs> the, the man that went... And got a goatee and got up and went to Jamaica. That's who I need back. Is that what we're doing? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. I Hell yeah. Bro, my, my God. Bro, after my, after my episode on Monday, I had to go home and take a fucking shower before I went to sleep. Because I was sweating so bad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, let him let him ease into it. Yeah. Because we need him to conserve. Yeah. Like, I'm going have... to test him again I today, can't... probably. He's got stamina. Oh, 100%. Pause. 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 That's ball. I just found episode 87. <laughs> wow. He's got stamina. Wow. Perfect. You know what I mean. All right, everybody. Episode 87 is brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who sign up today using our promo code ICONIC. Receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. Also, we're live at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com per usual, regular shit. All right, go there and subscribe. You won't regret tuning into these guys here. All right. And last but not least, if you are interested in PI merch, yours truly is wearing some today. Okay. Nick Theories, go ahead, Phil, show that. Introducing our newest color, heavy metal. It's gray. It's like a dark gray. It's fucking sexy. Get you one. All Fantastic right? fabric. Get so we one. have black and gray, short sleeve tees, long sleeve tees, hoodies, and tanks, which you've seen. I think I wore them the last couple of episodes. So black and gray of each of those. We even have fucking mugs and... You see my name on there, too. So you get the logo, the mug. It's a white mug. Also sexy. Wake up with P&I in the morning. Listen to us. Have your coffee in our mug. How's that sound? 
Sounds like a fucking great Fantastic. morning. That right? sounds like a vibe. It's, <laughs> I need to get yeah, a PNI ashtray. Facts. You wake up, you blow down some Kush, and then you play some PNI, and I you mean. drink out of the cup. I think that's a, that's a great Coffee morning. and yeah, cones. Coffee and cones. Coffee and cones. The PNI special. special. We've been <laughs> screaming for a long time. It all right? will be a special. Yeah, so, Robert, Robert's coming soon. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <geez>. Hey. <laughs> Yo, Philly Phil. That's Ultra Philly thin? Phil. <laughs> what do you say? Ultra thin? Yeah. Ribbed. Ribbed. It's crazy. I want to make it so you roll it off and you get a little PI tattoo on your cock. <laughs> oh, shit. That's I don't know what to say to that, but I do know that there was a lot of news today. I'm just going to ask for rapid reactions here and then we'll go into the NBA final stuff because we got a game, guys. We got a game in 55 minutes. So we got to make our picks. But. Forgot. First and foremost, Light. Yeah, did you hear? Philadelphia is a host city for the World Cup in 2026. Wow. Fucking awesome. That is, that's major. It didn't stop there, by the way. There was more Philadelphia news in multiple sports. Okay. John Tortorella. Torts was hired by the Flyers. Four years, $16 million. $4 million a year for John Tortorella. What do you guys think? Because I'll tell you in a second, but... I mean, I, I'm sure, Pauls, I would love to hear your hockey opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know who that was, if I'm really saying, if I'm being honest. He, you definitely have seen this guy. He's very hot-headed. He's, he's got passion. Oh, then I love him. He's, he's easily got passion. Love it. I mean, fiery guy. He gets the most out of his players. So I think for the young guys, it's probably a good hire because I think he'll get the most out of them. There's a lot of guys like even Cam Atkinson, who's on the team right now, who's attributed his success to John Tortorella. So um, I would have rather had Barry Trotz, you're gonna personally. You're going to teach me some hockey this fall. I'm definitely going to teach you some hockey because <clears throat> I feel lonely. Because the Stanley Cup was awesome. Wednesday night, Avalanche win in overtime. Nick Theories, that's mm -hmm. your pick. It was a hell of a game. And last but not least with the NHL... All right. <laughs> I know yeah. nothing about hockey. The NHL announced that their revenue, this is why you need to pay attention to hockey. It's a conservative estimate that their revenue is in excess of $5.2 this year. The salary cap, uh, cap went up for the first time in three years. Damn, they're probably. It's their first time back on ESPN. How much are they going to send to Ukraine? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. No comment. <laughs> I love you, though. Um, so hockey, guys, it's on fire. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not my thing, man. Like, I, I, I like to watch what I love. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, like, I, I don't know. I, I have to, like, I'm gonna try. force myself to do it. Yeah. But I, the problem is I just can't. That's <laughs> the problem. Listen, I'm not, you know I'm not I mean? pushing it on you. I'm just saying that this is just showing you there's no better time to be watching hockey. They are on fire. The product's amazing. The Stanley Cup's been amazing so far. All right? The last piece of Philadelphia news that I left out. James Harden. Has everyone seen this? Brilliant. Yeah. I'll tell the audience, but he's going to pick up his option most likely, and they're going to sign him to a short-term, likely two-year deal, rather than what we had proposed here, the Chris Paul structure of four years, cheap money. So the ownership already has shown they don't want to extend him long-term without him proving it, at least. And this could be a way to keep the number down. I love it. I think it's great. It's and it sounds like, Morey. sounds like it's mutual kind of thing there. You know? It's 
going on over there? I think it's great work by Daryl Morey, to be honest. Yeah, I think so, too. A two-year deal for James Harden after what when you saw flashes and you didn't see the consistency is perfect. And if he agrees to that, kudos to James Harden, too. He wants to prove it. All right. I, like, I love it. And he wants to stay in Philly, obviously. I love mm -hmm. it. I love it because it's it's just a small window. Yep. Gives That's us more flexibility. Is. Sure. So, oh, wait, I forgot one thing. I have to point this out to you Doc Rivers fans out there. Oh, God. That Sam Cassell uh, is yeah. being interviewed by the Utah Jazz, and he would be the latest to leave and become a successful head coach elsewhere. Going to be. Thoughts? Uh, regular. Well, because not... all of our assistants go on to be great. I'm not done uh, unpacking the last topic here. Which one? Um, I'm, oh, I'm, James nervous. I'm nervous about Embiid. Weirdly, I, I am. I mean, this might be a theory, but like, my thing is. You better play that sound. I, effect, I'm Bill. honestly, I'm honestly worried, man. About what? Theories, like, baby. hold on, hold on. Let let your let your intro song play. <laughs> what do you got? Because to my it? thing is this: Sorry, if, if James Harden is getting, if he if he's on a decline, yep, and the Sixers. Embiid's at the point in, in, in his career where he needs to win a championship. Yep. To cement his legacy of all-time greats, right? Yep. Amongst them, I would say. So, do you guys think that James Harding is that guy to bring home a championship and deliver for Embiid? If he is, he has a two- or three-year window. Because Same as here, here, here's what I'm thinking. If next year is, this, is a total disaster, uh -huh. James Harden has one year left. Does Embiid one out? I don't think so. No, I would. I would think they would trade Harden. You want to know why though? But well, then you're back to square one. Now you got to keep building another, you know, uh, chemistry amongst teammates. Like that's options, hard, though? bro. What's your option? Yeah, but here's here's what's being lost in this whole two-year deal be surprised. thing. His number is going to be lower, which allows the Sixers to go out and get somebody else. That's the whole point. Otherwise, they'd be keeping him at his one-year option, but it would be a max. It would be a max salary at 47 mil. So the two-year deal is going to lower his number. And they've already now said also there was some rumors saying they're shopping multiple role players, including they said Tobias Harris was a role player. They must have forgot he's got a max contract, but it said he was being shopped. So honestly, you might be able to afford three full max spot, uh, spots and then more depth around him because James Harden was willing to take less and that's what it should be that's what that would be the whole purpose of giving him an extra deal it's going to be more team friendly yeah well tobias is a role player yeah he is he is he's just getting overpaid sure but i mean the headline is just funny is it's like okay it said role player tobias harris and he's making max money i saw somebody somebody was like uh on twitter it was like matisse thibault is eligible for a five-year max extension i'm like he's eligible for what He's eligible for a ticket out of Philadelphia. <laughs> I saw that too. It was trending on uh, Twitter. And I saw that. And I was like. Yeah, trending my ass. I was like, he is not even going to get half that. <laughs> like, no, he's well, a vet minimum player. He's got Shame. potential, man. He's, he lost, he's, a, he's, he lost he's a lot of defense. money in these playoffs. Uh, a he, lot he, he of did. money. He did. He just got to bring his confidence back. That's all. And he's got to shoot. You got to be able to shoot. Yeah, you have to. That's, but when you you're a defensive be, specialist. Right. Because basically, here's the thing. The problem is, is when they put him on the floor, he basically was turning into Ben Simmons without the passing ability, and that's Ben Simmons' best offensive at attribute. What's need, passing ability? We need Matisse Thybul, Australia basketball. Yes. That guy was shooting and blocking shooting K well. Blocking and KD. Then, exactly. Yeah. That kid looked like the product that we need. Yo, real fast. Did you guys see the Stephen A. and Skip beef? Yeah, I was... Uh, no, can you, no, no. Can you... Oh, Skip beef? 
I oh, no, I saw that. something else with Stephen I A. I saw Stephen A. Smith apologize, but I don't know what was said. Wait, he apologized? He did on Twitter. Oh, well, I did no, not no, see no, this. No, 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 I'm sorry. He didn't apologize. He was just saying Skip is my brother, so I don't, you know... Like he was oh, trying to, I didn't even see that. I got to check clear, that out. He was trying to clear the air. Yeah. But the Wait, what was, happened? I don't know what happened, though. So, Stephen A. Smith went on J.J. Reddick's podcast, and they were talking. I don't know how it got started, but they started talking about how First Take came about in 2012. And Stephen A. painted it like uh, First Take was failing at the end of 2011, and Skip took was talking to Stephen A. and was, like, begging him to come on to First Take, saying that those two could make the show explode. But apparently, Skip took that on his podcast and was like that is not what happened he went into like this whole really? thing and started like ripping him and was talking about how he initially got fired and had to go to fox sports one radio and that he was the reason that espn brought him back because espn thought that he was more trouble than he was worth and he was saying how he was recruiting him to come on first take but first take was already it already blew up wow. and he was just recruiting him to come on and be his co-host and Stephen a was making it like he saved the day for skip it was the craziest thing. Wow. I just was watching that uh, um, when I left work. I had a different Stephen A thing that I actually intentionally pushed off for Monday that we'll get to. Oh, it's I didn't some even crazy see it. ass basketball talk. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. No, oh, I probably know what you're saying. Yeah, don't, don't saying say that. it. Don't yeah. say it. Because we're going to. I had it as our opener, but then there was so much news that happened in the last couple of days. Like, we're not even done. There's still two more things here. Yeah, I'm going to go off on Stephen A. Yeah. And I don't even know what you're talking about, but I know I what you're talking about. I guarantee you, we probably all will. Yeah. All right? Two more things. Minka Fitzpatrick, Steelers safety, four years, 73.6 mil, 36 guaranteed, official. Do you like it, guys? Get the bag, young king. Good for him. Get the bag. Absolutely. And last but not least, I do kind of want a little bit of a reaction here. The trade, the Mavericks, well, first of all, the fact that teams can trade right now while there's still games going on is crazy. But I I'll, did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. But I was I'll, shocked when I saw the trade come through. I'll just stop right there because I think it's the most absurd thing ever. But the trade itself, very interesting. The Mavs trade Boban and a bunch of garbage, including the 26 pick. And I'm, yes, I'm being very disrespectful. It is <laughs> a bunch it's of Boban garbage. and a bunch of garbage it's for Christian contract. Wood who by all means can be an impact guy maybe someone who i don't know is that the answer is kind of what i'm getting at is that the answer for luca and does this potentially rule out like a rudy gobert or uh deandre ayton uh i don't think it rules that out however they're seven they're, they're seven solid they're solid seven now so i like the move i mean he's a 20 and 10 guy Go basically on. Yeah. <laughs> He's a 20 and 10 guy, and they gave him up yeah, he is. for expiring contracts. Mm -hmm. That was a great Truly, move for Mavs. I love it. But then, like, meanwhile, like, I kind of understand it, though, from Houston's spot, because, like, I think Houston's trying to look for that next Ja Morant type of player to come and change the franchise. Like, Christian Wood is, you know, he was probably going to get paid soon, and that's all they have. So it's like they're looking for that game-changing guy. So, of course, they're going to get the draft pick in return and, you know, just take on the contracts or, or, or the bums. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, 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 mean you get I guess so. Boban and it was it was like literally – who was it? Boban, there was a couple Boban, of Boban, Marquise, Marquise, Chris, Chris yes. Trey Burke. Trey Burke. And uh, there was one more. Um, I forget his Sterling name. Sterling Brown. Yeah, Sterling Brown. <laughs> so – Yikes. Yeah. So I guess they valued the they cap the flexibility more than getting 
a good player. But they got the first round pick in return too. Yeah, I mean, not, it's that something. It, not that it means anything or as much in basketball, but it's still a stockpile pick. Like, whereas you have flexibility in the draft a little bit to use that pick to move up and get your guy that you think is franchise altering. I think that's kind of their mindset. Yep. In my opinion, I mean, I, no, I otherwise think it right. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, I, I think they, was a good player. They absolutely could have got more talent. They chose cap flexibility in a draft pick. Mm -hmm. They could have went a, a number of ways. I think they could have definitely got more talent. Yeah. So. There's that. Philly Phil, NBA Finals time. You know what to do. Head ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We got a little bit over 40 minutes until game six in Boston with the Warriors leading 3-2. Fellas, what are we thinking? Because... I'll give you the little short synopsis of game five. All right. Steph didn't have to be Steph. Everybody around him stepped up, except for Draymond. It's namely, Andrew Wiggins. And Steph didn't have to be Steph. Must be nice. So, hmm. I mean, I'm a little worried for the Celtics after that. But... That's it's in Boston. That's a that's a LeBron fan comment. Right no, there. I, I was just saying, I it must it. be nice. I love right? it, man. You yeah, yeah, that was super shade. You went oh nine from three. He's consistent though. Super shade. He's consistent with the guys he doesn't He's very like. Consistent. Yeah, I'm very consistent. <laughs> Anything to knock down the competition to his boy. Yeah. You know, By same thing he did with Aaron Rodgers. If he doesn't like him, he you know Aaron Rodgers that just was great. I'm still not over it. Just great. But it was great entertainment. So I'm still not over it. But Boston's favored three and a half. Okay. And I mean, this is another game where the Warriors took over in the fourth quarter. It's kind of a tight game. So what are we thinking? Like, how do you feel about this game? I feel kind of awful. I uh, really want the Celtics to win. But like Steph goes 0-9 from three. And it's like, I don't expect them to do that again. First time at what? Like almost... Almost 300 games, 233 right? 233 games. So I was just rounding up. Yeah. So I forgot like, the number. It's just like when you see that, I'm like, damn. But I really do want it to go seven. I'm actually picking the Celtics tonight. And the only reason I'm picking the Celtics is because there's no way they should have opened as a four-point favorite. There's just no – it just doesn't make any sense. And now it's down to three and a half. But, again, that line that line tells me that they're begging you to bet the Warriors. That's, that's a lot of points. However, if the game is within five to ten points – if the game's within five and there's three minutes left, it's over. It's the Warriors. Because <laughs> they don't have a point guard, bro. They don't have anybody to settle them down. They don't have a Rondo. Mikey P said, experience. But it's not over, guys. Not over. Pick the Warriors. Put the Warriors. on them. No. Nah, I, I <laughs> yeah, Nick's probably I, feeling like shit. <laughs> I honestly, like, everything he said is what I agree. Like, the, the, the line screams, bet the Warriors. So, obviously, like now I think Boston's winning. Yeah. I, I got Boston in seven. All right, you know what I mean? Still? I mean, look, the, the, the problem is Boston's making me look fucking bad. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm starting to get a little pissed off. You don't you know like what that. I mean? You're going to hedge your bet, no. you're gonna I mean, hedge your bet and say Boston in seven. I mean, yeah, I'll hedge my bet. Boston in seven. He gave me a yeah. See that? Yeah. I think he's still, I, he's still feeling it. They got to see it. I see, I see I an air of confidence seven. there. I oh, want a game seven, too. It's going to happen Sunday night. I mean, look, this team has had their back against the wall to end the three for three game losing streak so many times during the season, during the playoffs. This is the first time they lost back to back. I'm gonna take them to win, and it has nothing to do with 
anything other than the fact that I have Warriors in seven. And that's, really, right. that's really it. <laughs> you want to be right. Well, I'm, I'm not betting this game. Let me tell you that right now. If, I, if I'm a betting person, I'm not betting on this game because my gut is telling me the Warriors are winning this game. And I want to see it go seven. But I, I really, like, I'm convinced after seeing a game where Steph didn't even have to show up that he's obviously going to play better this game. What's the over and under? The over under is two and eleven and a half. I would take the under because I think both teams are. I think I think they're going to come out tight. Because like something tells me here, I mean Steph still had sixteen and eight. I'm thinking Steph is going to have a better game here. He has to. And Andrew Wiggins has shown up, bro. Like to the point where I actually have to ask you guys if the Warriors win the series. You know, and the numbers stay the same as they are right now. The average is over the series. I think Steph has like 25, 5, and 6 or something like that. And Andrew Riggins probably has 25. I, I don't have the official number in front of me. 25 and maybe like 9, I'm going to guess, right? I'm loving this. Pretty damn close. So who's the finals MVP if it stays exactly the same right now? I am a wizard. When you guys ask me uh, who is the most important, like, who does this finals mean more? Uh-huh. And I said Andrew Wiggins, because he was considered a big time bust. Yep. And now he is making a name for himself and he's about to get paid. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is so important. That, like, this I'm gonna was, make like, a big statement here. This changed his whole life. I'm gonna make a bold statement here. And his career. If this goes seven and Andrew Wiggins is the is like what he's done the past two games on the defensive end and giving you twenty five, he's gonna win MVP. And Steph struggles in both games. I guarantee you he wins MVP because not for nothing, Draymond almost Draymond probably should have won it against when they went with the Cavs because he came out and made six threes in the first half, the first half of that game, and then the only reason they got back into it was because J.R. Smith. But MVP teeters like that in Game Seven when there's not somebody that is clear cut. Now because, it is clear cut with Steph right now. Yeah, yeah. it is clear cut Steph right now. But let him struggle in the next two games and Andrew Wiggins come out and play like he has been. And he's gonna and he's gonna take it. I'm surprised you guys think it's clear cut. Honestly, do you not look? Hey, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I think cut? I think it's well. The like right said it's clear cut. I think Steph. right now, clear cut Steph for MVP. Right now, yes. I actually think that tomorrow, maybe. I think they would give it to him, but right now, I think Andrew Wiggins might have just ever so slightly surpassed Steph. Shit. But I'm not picking him. I'm picking Steph still because I expect a big game tonight for sure. He's not going to go for nine for three, and he's definitely going to have twenty plus points. So I don't think I think they would give it more. I think they would give it to him anyway. But I'm just saying, like if we were talking about most deserving, I think Wiggins might have just barely taken the lead. He's just not going to get it. You know what I think it is would corny? take like an otherworldly performance. Why is everybody on all the news networks, Clay himself, talking about Game Six, Clay? I just like, I, I don't I think recall. I think it's corny. Everybody keeps talking about game six clay. I mean, I'm happy he's playing better, but I don't I don't really even know what that reference is to. I, that's what I was trying to figure out. I didn't know. Someone needs to either. refresh my memory. Thank you. I appreciate he's it. He's had some great moments, though. But I mean, yeah, moments, you know, <laughs> he's a great player, bro. He looks like he's back. Well, not like I, I mean, enough to be a contributor in the series he's not back he's not 100 percent, but like he will next year he's starting to hit some shots now so it's been up and down for him you just think he's corny i do that's all <laughs> yeah i do yeah i know you don't yeah. like his uh buffalo wild wings commercial 
that's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's not bad. I mean, it's it's a little overplayed now, but honestly, it's weird because he's one of those people. Like, I would say he's like he's a star. Well, he was, and is you know I don't know if next year he'll regain that, but I would say he's a star. But he was like one of the he was just so thin skinned. Like I feel like like he threw a temper tantrum when he didn't make the top seventy five, and all that stuff. So like I don't know, he just always rubbed me the wrong way, always. He's one of the greatest shooters I've I've seen. So yeah, he is. I mean, it's just like that. That's what he does, though. I mean, he's a good defender too. He was an awesome defender, but it's like you know what I mean. He's not like, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what your beef is, man. I, I mean, just he, I don't like the he way he does acts. come across. Kind he's of like corny. smug. Yeah, like he's and like, it's like, bro, you're not like you're not a franchise changer yeah. if you smug like that. Yeah, I agree. That's how it is. Like he comes off as this. He's as if he's a Steph. Uh, a KD, a Kyrie. Yeah. Well, not really Kyrie, but KD, LeBron. He comes off as like one of those guys, and it's like, dude, you're not on that. Because not for nothing, if he had his own team, I I don't think they're even making the playoffs. They're ass. Yeah. They it's are. Because it, it, it's not his game. Yeah, he do doesn't that. dribble and stuff like that. He plays that. his role really well. He sits yeah. in the corner and drains threes or sits at the, sits at the uh, top of the key. He's a spot up three. shooter. That's exactly what he is, dude. And yeah. he just nails him. Like, he's he's fucking good. If you, if, not for nothing, he's a better spot shooter than Curry. Uh, mm. I really believe that. Arguable. I think he's a better spot shooter than Curry. Curry Arguable. just does all the crazy shit. Uh, I'd still go Steph, but I mean, pick your poison. They're both fucking phenomenal. So when Clay is hot, he's not good missing. luck. Yeah, I mean Steph's the same way. Except Steph can do it from the other side of the court. But I gotta be <laughs> honest with you guys, man. I, I really like. I I love Boston tonight. Oh, uh, we're fucked. I love Boston tonight. I don't give a fuck. I, Come on, I mean, you can say what you want. I don't care. I love Boston tonight. I have this weird feeling that we're going to see a game seven. I don't know what it is. All right, well, I hope you're right. I have a hunch we're going to see him game seven because the fans deserve it. Yep. The fans deserve so, it. So here, official picks. Official picks. Because I know we were talking. I'm saying that Boston wins tonight. What's the score? What's the score? Got to give a score. Boston by ugh, three. <laughs> all right, all Sorry, right. it's all the people betting on the game. <laughs> I got yeah, I got Boston 107, 100. What's what's the over under? 211. 211. I got Boston 105 and Golden State 97. I'll go 106, 103, Boston. So all three of us have Boston. Three, bro. <laughs> I mean, I already told you. I, I my gut says Warriors, but I'm just doing it anyway, all right? But game 7 though. So now all three of us say it's going 7. Mhm. Mm Who's winning Game Seven? I got Warriors, and I'm not even thinking twice. Warriors. I got the. I got. I got Boston. I hope for I'm you, home. bro. Why not? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, yo, they I'm survived okay every it. single Game Seven up to this point. So every evidence is telling me if they go to Game Seven, they're rocking and rolling. They don't give a fuck who they play, and that's Different. the kind of guy that I. Uh, that's Different. the kind of like team that I would root for. Different. You know what else though? The thing or that worries me work. about Boston. So I told you, I think Steph's going to be better, obviously, but Boston. Maybe it's catching up to him a little bit. All all these games that they've played, deeper series, because they typically dominate in the second half of games, and they're getting outplayed in the fourth quarter pretty significantly the last three. So, I'm I, just saying. Miss a question. I maybe, maybe they're a little tired. War, I disagree, Warriors but. come out and lose game six and seven, right? <clears throat> Hypothetical. Does, Steph, does Steph's uh, legacy take a hit? Nah. He won't. He won't be in the top five conversation for now. I, I mean, I th I what's think the worst does. thing? He's gonna be in the top ten conversation. It'll be way. a long summer for him now. He'll hear a little bit, but I mean, 
I think the reason why he won't suffer is because everyone, including us and the media, has said Boston's the better team. Although, yeah, but... although I could even say now, I'm not sure. Like I was saying that I was singing that tune for the last two shows, but the, the Warriors, Warriors have been making phenomenal adjustments, and I... their younger guys have stepped up. So I mean, bro, Steph went going into the series. And I they thought, smoked them. I mean, like going into the series, <clears throat> I thought pretty even. I like the Warriors better, and then like a game, a game or two in, I'm like, all right, Celtics are the better team. Maybe I should have controlled my emotions. It's gonna be loud. <laughs> it's gonna be loud as hell in Boston. I know. It's gonna be loud as hell in Boston. I know. Perk said it. So, Celtics in seven. So I see. Period. I see. Dave I'll says. Die on this hill. I don't give a hell. Dave says Boston <laughs> wins tonight by five, and the Warriors win in seven. Ryan Shoot, that's our guy. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, right? I think so. Shoot. Shoot him up. That's our guy, though. Um, I never called him by his last name. That's why. So he says Warriors end it, and he gets paid on plus 550 Warriors in six. Oh, shit. Hashtag Warriors come out and play. I love it because that's where my heart's telling me to go, and I'm still not doing it. Fury so, says, Fury says, hedge your bet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm You're kidding. hedging right now. You, I mean, it'll work out nicely for you if you did that. Um, so there you have it. And we have a lot of NFL shit. So I think we're ready to go. Right, guys? That's ready fine. to move on? Yeah. All right. Philly Phil. NFL time. Oh, I need a little louder, man. I need you to fucking play that shit. I love the one that's back. Oh, yeah. Fresh P&I mug. Fresh topics. <laughs> Love the emotion behind the glass over there. So, we got a little game here. And I, I, I think, I think I know what I'm going to see here. But, I'm going to pose this to the audience too, okay? Hey, you cracked this, this, up. I know. Okay, keep going. I, <laughs> it's a little game of woods. Would you rather? <laughs> Would you? <Yeah. laughs> Nick, you remember that shit? Yeah. That's that was like Eagles locker room shit. We yeah, we had absolutely. that little game Wudge. Yeah. I'm not gonna explain it though. No. Nah. But this one's Wudge. You rather? Philly Phil, why don't, why don't you put this up on the screen and then uh, for our audio crowd, I'll tell I'll tell everyone what's going on here. So this is a two part, two sided deal here. It's a Would you rather? Would you rather win two Super Bowls as a role player? Or make the Hall of Fame with no rings. Again, I'm going to repeat it. Would you rather win two Super Bowls as a role player or make the Hall of Fame with no rings? I want to hear from the audience. And now I want to hear from the other side of the table. This is so easy. <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is <laughs> This is so easy. I want two of them things. I mean, look, this was a Twitter topic. This was, I mean, I thank you for, for presenting this. Like but I, I think I know what we're going to say here. I hope I, I'm right. Oh, I'm taking two Super Bowl rings as a role player. Why not? I, I, I'd rather be Danny Amendola winning two Super Bowls than Larry Fitzgerald. That's me. I got to play in a Super Bowl. I have a Super Bowl ring. It's what you play for as a kid. That's the ultimate goal in, in the sport. It's a team game, mm -hmm. so as if you if you just want to be a Hall of Fame player, then to me you're selfish. I love it. That's me. He used, he used the word. You're selfish. 
if uh, it's an individual for you. I would also do two Super Bowls, and the reason is for me, I thought about this earlier today, like, look at Joe Thomas, the uh, O-lineman for the Browns. Mm -hmm. He was in hell his entire career. If somebody said right now you could lessen his talent down to middies and he would win two Super Bowls or he could have had the career that he had, I'm pretty sure he would lessen his talent and take two Super Joe Bowls. Joe Thomas would take you up on that every day sure. of the week. Yeah. 24-7 right there. Literally in hell. He this was is, in hell. This is a no-brainer. And uh, so far, I'm seeing everybody in the comments saying two Super Bowls and a role player. Right. Listen, the point of the game is to win. Sure. Shit, I thought you were going to say the Hall of Fame. Are you fucking kidding me? I did. I Listen, so you guys over... I know that I get on you about QB wins, but that's like, you know... That's just you. one yeah, piece of the you. puzzle here. That's just, you know... As a player, though, if that's not your goal, what is your goal? Right. There it is. I mean, the thing is, you're going to get paid if you're in the league, so I'm going to make a nice amount of money, but I want to be a champion. What else am I... What's my goal? What am I working towards? What's all this grueling hours and hard work, off-season, all-season long, lifting, workouts, bombing with the team, a million car crashes per weekend, sure. essentially? Yeah, for real. Bonding with your team. I mean, you're not bonding over losing. Right. Like Joe Thomas. That's a good reference. I feel bad for him. But, you know, Larry Fitzgerald would say the same thing. He was the ultimate fucking gamer. He wants to win. I love Liar for sure. You have to win. Yeah. I mean, it's no shade to him. I mean, look, it, it is circumstantial, though. I mean, there are some Hall of Fame players that wanted to win. They just never won because of their team. First thing I think that of happens. is Dan Marino. Instantly. This guy was a record-setting quarterback. The team around him, it was maybe good enough twice in a very long career. Yeah. No rings. And, now, and, and if, then, he, if he had even one... His conversation publicly would be very different. Yep. That very. Is, that is so crazy. Because like, he was amazing. Quarterback with no rings. Bro, there you, you go. You listen Bunny to likes, that. Bunny likes I was, that I was just getting ready. I was just getting ready to refer to my mom, dude. Like you hear people like my mom, my dad, and like the older generation. Not calling you old, but when you talk to those, like the, everybody talks about Dan Marino, and they're just like, you guys don't understand it because you didn't see it. And he's widely regarded as a top five guy by nearly everyone. That he was does in my top best. five. Yeah, now I didn't because I'm more recent, obviously. And it's just like it's just so crazy that he never won anything because of the way the the regard that he's held in. He literally. So I'm going to reference this later in our show. Dave, but, perfect comment. Would he trade his Hall of Fame ring for a Super Bowl? Absolutely, ring? guaranteed he would. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he was at least in Ace Ventura. That's that's no yeah. slouch. Yeah. <laughs> and he was good. At <laughs> that movie. That movie's fine. It was great. In there, <laughs> One of my too. favorite movies. Yeah, I love yeah. That fucking movie. It was great. It was great. Um, Dan Marino, though, I'm going to reference this later in our show. I mean, this guy was throwing 40 touchdowns when everyone else was maybe just getting a 20. Like, he was the first big-time passing quarterback in this league. And he was, he retired as the all-time best passer. When he retired, he was the record holder for everything. Then there was Brett Favre. Okay? Near you know? and dear to my heart. But I'm just saying, <laughs> there you go, there's the reference. Ray Finkel. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... But this guy was doing things that no one else was doing. And at a time when passing was still not a huge thing. I mean, it was it was becoming more of the game. But it was not, you know, where it was with, with him. He, a 40-touchdown quarterback. 46, I think it was. 
That's like mid. And multiple seasons. So the record that Patrick Mahomes is going for this year is the most passing touchdowns in his first five years. Dan Marino is the record holder for that. Patrick Mahomes would need 46 touchdowns to break the record this year. Really? That's how good Dan Marino was. That's Because we all know yeah, he not Patrick that, Mahomes. We all know the stats he put up in his first number of years here. That's saying something. Like, those are video game numbers, and it's stat. still not better than what Dan Marino did in his first five years. Yet, I would take probably the under there, but I'm just saying. That's nuts, dude. I did not know that. 46 touchdowns short of the record held by Dan dude, he Marino. he throws like five touchdowns a game, too. This guy I was... I feel like, anyway. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. And, like, and this is a passing league now. Like, this is... Patrick Mahomes is throwing a ball 600-plus times. Can't tackle the quarterback. So, you know... That's how good Dan Marino was. Dan Marino didn't get a ring. What a shame. <clears throat> That's why I say, guys, it's a team game. Well, you know who this else? This is a special quarterback. You know who else didn't win that kind of hurts? Randy Moss. The I I think he's probably number two all time. I got him at number one. He can kind of teeter number one. <laughs> Jerry Rice Randy. is the greatest. I love Randy, Randy Moss. I mean, Randy, Randy Moss, Moss is my bro. guy. I mean, like, I feel like he kind of changed the game in terms of the deep threat. He did, but like, I think he's got you because he's got flash. Jerry Rice was fucking phenomenal. I, I just don't think you guys know Jerry Rice well enough. I mean, I really don't. I, I watched Randy. Randy Moss, and he was just different. <laughs> like, he stood out on the TV. He was the guy with the one-handed catches and was mossing people left and right. I still see it. I like. I remember with the Vikings. It's just, it's crazy. We were in fourth grade and we were playing football. I was like, ew, he Moss team. That is like legendary shit, dude. I love Randy Moss. I want, let's see, I, I'm looking at the audience right now. Godfarve, Dave, Bunny, I want you to tell me how great Jerry Rice was, okay? And then I'm going to tell you two to watch something. Do you have, um, what platform is this? Jesus, Peacock. Yes. You do? Yeah. The Joe Montana documentary was phenomenal on there. It's recent. Like, it just came out a few months ago, I think. I don't care. It was phenomenal, though. Ever. You need to learn about him, too. Like, you would love him because he was an underdog. He was an underdog. Yeah. He had, like, a Brady-type career arc where he was an underdog proving everybody wrong. And, I mean, you know, the longevity was there. But I encourage you to watch that. And then during that time, you will also see how great Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice was. Not just Joe Montana. Like, he was he was special. It's obviously. funny. But see, the... that's the difference between, me, between Randy Moss and Jerry Rice. For me, it's like... If he had Joe Montana, who was, you know, pretty much Jesus walking the earth maybe 10 years ago outside of Brady's career, then now, I mean, fucking Randy Moss had Dante Culpepper. Dante Culpepper was an all-pro quarterback. Because he threw the ball up 50 yards in the air, and Randy Moss was there. Dante, Dante, Cole, Dante Culpepper, Dante. Randall Cunningham, they were both very good as Vikings. Then he went to Oakland. So I, I disagree nothing. with you. Yeah, that was his fault, though. Yeah. That but was if he fault. had a quarterback like Tom Brady his whole career, you would have saw the same shit that he did in his first year in New England with 23 touchdowns. It's probably. his fault he wasn't in Minnesota longer. I it mean, is. I agree. And he had phenomenal quarterbacking the entire length of his time there. If he had Brady his whole career, we would be singing a different tune. 
Yeah, but those those two guys that I just said were putting up bigger passing numbers than early early Tom Brady. It doesn't matter. And Randy Moss was putting up video game numbers during that time. It, yeah, but th it doesn't matter because you're talking Randy about, Moss would have made Brady better as well. Yeah, but they you're talking they about they would have got better as as you know as teammates. Randy together Moss for maybe longevity. had two more better years that he could have had because he had great quarterbacking otherwise. <laughs> Oakland and then what? Uh, San Fran? What who? was it? Who? Randy, Randy Moss. Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee. Didn't he go to Tennessee? Nah. Yeah, he did. I don't think. I, I don't even recall. He went to Tennessee. Was it for a cup know. of coffee? I, I just. Because I've he played, never he, seen. I've never seen Dante Culpepper sit in the pocket and sling it in, into a into a tight window. He was with, all I saw was him throw it fifty yards down the field, and Randy Moss was there. That's that's. I don't the think you saw enough of Dante Culpepper. Though. I did. But he, I did. he was he's very famous for just throwing it up to Randy Moss. That's the famous thing. Well, what would you do? Vikings. Well, that's what I'm I would saying. do the same thing. But I'm saying he wasn't a complete quarterback. Like he and wasn't Randy wasn't a complete a receiver at the time. I'm either. talking about for longevity. Dante, like he he left Minnesota, went to Miami, and, and he sucked. Dunk. Right, but yeah, but that was because he got hurt. Well, he was at I the mean, tail end. His injuries ruined him. But I'm just saying, he did get steady quarterbacking. That's all. I'm that's all I'm about, saying. But you're, I'm comparing Joe Montana and Dante Culpepper, or, or I'm, I'm comparing Joe Montana versus Jerry, I mean, versus Randy Moss's entire career of quarterbacks. I would rather have Joe, but I'm also going to tell you this: the Vikings had sure. way more passing volume, so it kind of levels out a little bit. I don't think it levels out. The quality it, of the quarterback would have been better, but sure. the passing that's volume what matters, wasn't though. what it was at at the time. The Vikings, but the quality of the quarterback definitely matters. It plays into an equation because if 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 you put Joe Montana on the Vikings, Randy Moss would have went berserk. That's I, how I, I, I mean, I, I hear you. That. I'm just saying I believe that. he didn't suffer That's my from opinion. quarterback play. That's all I'm trying to say. I think I, I think he, he did to a degree. I think if he had a Peyton Manning his whole career, Randy Moss, we, he would be the greatest wide receiver ever. I think it, I think people's opinions would change. I think a lot of people remember Randy Moss being a jerk off. I was just say a lot of Shit Randy like Moss's that. issue yes. was his character. His but character. It, was, it was his own That's fault. That's his fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And fault. Jerry Rice was the model citizen of the league, Viking. hardest worker. And you see right there, you see Dave and Bunny, best receiver of all time, unbelievable. Godfarve, I'm waiting for you too. They went. Vikings. I summoned you, Godfarve. I, I want to hear about Moss. Jerry Rice. Randy Moss, my guy. Vikings, Raiders, Patriots, Titans. Best hands ever. Broke many records. Still holds many, too. I love Randy Moss, by the way. Like, he was one of my favorite players growing up. I was a T.O. guy. I was a T.O. and Randy Moss I love guy. I love Randy Moss. He was my guy. And I love o Ocho Cinco, too. Who's I was never a big Ocho Cinco guy. I have his jersey. And I, I love Matt I wanted to wear it because I wanted to come on this show. I know he's been in Philly recently. Oh, my God. I wanted I to wear that jersey. I haven't had a chance to go over to my parents and get it. I got a Chad Johnson jersey. It's fucking fire on? too. You have an, I have Chad Johnson. an orange one. I have yeah. No, I got I got the black. black one with the black. orange outline. It's fucking yeah, sick. Last time I saw that jersey, we were getting chased by the cops, and Tom was wearing it and yeah. fell down the we hill in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> they were good times. I remember he yeah he was, he was rocking the Chad Johnson. And he fell down the hill. Yeah, because when I ordered it, right, it, it like the size was so big, it was down to my knees at the time. And I, I think they fucked my order up. <laughs> Regulars? Yeah. Yeah. And to this day, it still plays out in, 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 in that way. That's just life, man. You know oh, I mean? that's funny, dude. You can never catch all the breaks. The last time I saw that jersey. Well, fellas, we're reminiscing the past. Now we got to move on to the current. And that is, I hope, uh, listen, I think there's going to be some argument here. I hope this doesn't take too long because we got to get to the QB tiers. All right. Damn. Philly Phil. 
Culpepper was middies, bro. <laughs> he was fucking straight middies, dog. Why are you seeing this? I just know he was. I lost Culpepper. He was middies. He was on the cover of Madden in 02. I don't give a fuck. He was middies. Middies. Cover. Middies. Middies. All right, well, here, I'm going to have to, now I have to bring you up some stats because I, I have effort. to, I'm I have to rescue it. him a little I, bit. I'm very here for it. All right. So this is, he had some injury years mixed in here, right? 33 TDs one year, 25 another, 39 another year, 4,700 passing yards. I mean, this is the Randy Moss big year, I think. This is offensive play of the year. He was Pro Bowl three times. Like, he was... He was good, guys. Middies. He was. And he got hurt, and then he was shit after that. Like, absolute. Bro. The second. So, he only played seven games in 2005. That's when he got hurt, but he was also playing like shit that year. So, he was probably already on the way out. Yeah. But he was, it was, it was pretty much a wash after that. Yeah. But he had, he had some good years. I mean. I think he had three good years, and that's it. So I mean five if he's, you have, he's he's below average. The Vikings were eleven and five his rookie year. Ugh, the he's record the records aren't great. Fam, he's below average I'm just, quarterback. I'm just telling you. And if Rainy like I got ninety six plus had rating TV twelve back there, it's like well, that rock. Of course, uh, they'd be over. He would have like fucking ten rings. Of course, guaranteed. We had this guaranteed. conversation last week. I mean, Deshaun Jackson could have used a better quarterback, but I'm just saying, like, there's there's so many receivers we could say over time. We could even say it about T.O. He had Jeff Garcia. Randy Moss was unstoppable, was all right, bro. You know? When Randy Moss wanted to play, he was literally unstoppable. He was a force, bro. I'm not denying that. He stood out on the TV. He made all the acrobatic catches, the one-handers, everything. Nobody could jump like Randy Moss. You could have fucking four guys around him, and Randy Moss was coming down with that football, regardless. I'm not denying that at all. I'm just saying. He, he, he was like my – I think he's the greatest – Actually, I think he's the greatest. Oh, you already said that. I do. It's okay. Well, I was teetering between one and two. I mean, like, you got to respect Jerry Rice. You know what I mean? Like, I respect history. I Absolutely. just think you need to see. And I, I'm, a, I'm a Jerry Rice fan. I have an autograph upstairs. I'm keeping forever. Jerry Rice Jerry was Rice so fan. good. He was playing quality wide receiver at age 40. But he had Joe Montana. What I'm saying is if Randy oh, Moss geez. had a fucking lead. We're going to get hung up over this. It's not hung up. I'm just proving a point. I'm just bottom line shit. If he had a fucking Pro Bowl quarterback consistently like Joe Montana, it would be lights the fuck out. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying he did have a Pro Bowl quarterback three of his six years. Bro, he was a middies as hell. Oh. Quarterbacks back then weren't as good as they Dante are today. Dante Culpepper was a good quarterback, though, at that time. He was one of the top five at the time. And that's that's kind of a, I guess it depends on what kind of bar we're talking about. It was it was McNabb, Vic, Culpepper. Um, Brady was just starting to ascend. Peyton Manning. And maybe a couple others. That's who it was at the time. Dante I, Culpepper was that dude for a few years. I get it. But if he, if Culpepper didn't have Randy Moss, he would be literally out of the right, I'm not going there with you. I'm not going to go there with because, you. Because I'm right. I'm not going there with you. That's like apples to oranges. I don't no, give a fuck about that. No, that's not apples to oranges. We're debating the two best wide receivers ever. I don't even really care enough. Correct. I mean, you keep telling me to watch tape on Jerry Rice. I think you need to watch tape on Randy Moss and refresh your memory. I, I think was, he's a fucking... I was right there with you. I just, I just watch all the historical shit, too. That's the problem I have. I waste too many hours with that shit. You're a film junkie. Ain't nothing I wrong am. with that. I am, and I again. For you. I love Randy Moss. He's, 
Literally, yeah. I wish he kept playing. I think he could still probably play. He says it himself. T.O.'s still playing. I bet you he could have played another three years. There we go. Shoot says Moss is the most gifted, but Rice is the GOAT. And I could agree with you there. I mean, the guy the guy was a physical specimen. And I would not argue that comment right there. I, I think he was the most gifted. But that's not everything. Because Tom Brady wasn't the most gifted, and he's the GOAT. He right? worked at it. He worked at it. So did Jerry Rice. He worked at it, but he was already gifted. So if he had a, a gifted quarterback, he would be even more gifted. But I digress on behalf of the, of the association. <laughs> yeah, we so got to move, move on. on. We got to move on. Apples to oranges. Now, quick sip out of my brand new P&I mug. And now Nick and I went at it. I'm hoping you two go at it. Pauls, I know we're going to go at it shortly. So, Philly Phil. I'm just getting started. I think... You gotta play that video for us, Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, let me turn down the volume. This should take no longer than two minutes. I'm only. I got a gripe with your comment. Your Who are you talking comment. about? I don't even know what I said. So wait, <laughs> bring it in. I don't know. What I know. I said. I, I, <laughs> that's why I'm bringing it yeah, in. I don't even know what I said. It might have been a troll. This is a. I think it was a troll. But it's it okay. We'll it's we'll okay. It was, a, it was a pump your brakes kind of thing. Anyway, we need to just put this out there publicly for everybody to see you're gonna have to pause the music and you're gonna have to play this audio nice and loud for us philly phil you guys are being fooled uh, just a second the volume's all the way up right who got the strong this is tyree kill everybody wait, wait hold on i gotta change the screens i'm a dickhead <laughs> right go. who got the strongest on two or pat mahomes Tua or Patrick Mahomes, obviously, like, I'm, I'm going to go with 1-5 as the, the strongest arm. But as far as accuracy-wise, I'm going with Tua all day. So which one would you rather have? The deep ball where you got to scramble around the field to try to go find it? Or nah. do you want that accuracy to hit you right in the bread basket on the run? I want it to hit me right in the bread basket just like I did in the Buffalo Bills game and take it 70 in the yeah. rest is history. And, again, this is not a shot at anybody. Right. This is just stuff that had to be said, It right? needed to be said. It needed so to be said. said. Right. Who got the strongest arm? All right, okay. all right, cut it. All right, this is easy. It I'm didn't picking, need to be said. I'm picking my mic up. He's, he's brown-nosing his new quarterback. He's got to pump the brakes. He needs to do more than that. He is in for a rude, he's got rude, pump rude the awakening. The difference between Patrick Mahomes and Tua is they're not even in the same, like, there's not even a level mm -mm. with he's, those two names. The only way you should put those two names in the same sentence is if you say Patrick Mahomes is so much better than Tua. He's talking like accuracy based on a guy throwing to him at seven on seven. And it was a shitty what throw. What is he talking about? That was on the throne. No, and I, that's how are, I know you were trolling, by the way. You guys are You trolled me with, with a Facebook What did comment. I say? <laughs> it was like. <laughs> you guys are being fooled, by the way. What? You guys are being fooled. I, I, you guys buy into this? Buy into what? Into, the, oh. into what he said? No, no, I, think I, I mean, in terms of actually how he feels, because here's my thing. Here's I, I watched that clip. Here's my thing. I'm thinking two things. I'm thinking, okay, the guy asked him who has a stronger arm. He, of course, he's going to say Patrick Mahomes. He's not going to say two. And then he asked him who's more accurate. No, he didn't ask him that. He brought it up himself. Well, he did that because he's trying to bring 
a, a spotlight onto his quarterback mm -hmm. just so he's not it doesn't look like he's shitting on him yeah exactly that's right. all it was no, he's, i think he's, he's, he's brown nosing he's brown nosing his new quarterback a little bit deep down he does not think any of this shit. but you know what he should have done it's a podcast he's trying to sell it it's it's it's, it's good marketing yeah i i, I mean and, not and you know what he should have done don't throw that extra pressure on your young quarterback because people are talking about this a lot on twitter everybody now, is, calls, i know this is a troll comment you said you said I mean, listen, you tagged us here, so I assumed it was a troll comment. But this is the shit people actually are saying for real. You say, kind of agree with Ty here. I mean, Patty only beat middies in the bowl. Makes you think. And that that midi, by the way, was Jimmy G, your boy. Oh, I wasn't trolling. I'm but, just kidding. I, I was. I was. But you did say that, and I laughed, so it's good. <laughs> I didn't think you were serious, but I Never. just wanted to check. I just wanted to check. That's, but I, yes. did, I, I had to bring this up. For the people out there that are actually like breathing life into this shit, it's insane. That is crazy. That's crazy talk. By week five, we'll understand. Yeah. See. Yep. That's a good comment. Every wide receiver has to talk up their QB. Devontae Adams said Carr isn't too different from Rodgers. What do you expect him to say? Sure. And I exactly. agree. I agree. It's it's, a, it's literally like he's he's giving just, him some love. Yeah. Exactly. He he's not gonna shit on his on his new quarterback. It's just that. That's not how you start your relationship. And he didn't even have to bring that up either. I mean, everyone, Tua would agree. Patrick Mahomes has a stronger arm. Tua got the weddies. Do you guys think it's going to be a success yeah. or a disaster? Because I'm starting to lean towards disaster. Because I can see, like, he's got Diva written all over him. He's starting to become, like, more of, like, an, uh, an outspoken uh, media character now. And, uh, and those people do cause controversy. So I'm kind of worried. I don't. He won't be putting up the same numbers he had with the Chiefs, but I think I think he'll still be good. I think he'll be good. I just I'm just telling you right now. I'm just saying. You think the like the Dolphins as a team? You think they're gonna be a disaster? And if they lose, he's not used to losing like that. So if they don't make the playoffs, is he uh, gonna start some shit? Who knows? And yeah. they, they go on the podcast and talk about your season and why it went so bad, and then you start giving out some secrets behind closed doors, and then the Dolphins start to get mad. That's how shit starts, man. Like, um, here's the thing. I, I look at history. That's all. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to make of it, to be honest. I just, you're gonna learn a lot in the first five or six weeks. That's exactly when you'll learn because no if Waddle's getting the ball more than him, now look. Here's the thing. Here's the only thing. He did get paid, but he's still a competitor, so he's gonna want his. So my thing is, if in the first five or six weeks, it's through, through six games, they're two and four, and he's not producing and getting his. He will start a problem. By the way, that whole thing of, of, of him wanting the ball is a joke, dude. He had 159 targets. I mean, what do you want? One. Oh, yeah. That I mean, too, come man. on. That's I mean, point. like, this yeah. is, it's, it's out of hand. Again, diva wide receiver. He's That's the shit I'm talking he about, man. He's starting to become a diva. He turned into one. Yes, the fame is getting to you him. See my, the name. You Everything. see my grin over here? It's insane. He got paid. Sad. Yep. He got paid, and he had a lot of success in Kansas City. <laughs> Listen, I think his head blew up. Correct. Normally, he's good though. I, he's we've had conversations like this, and normally, you guys would say this to me, and we'd all be in agreement here. Do you really think the Chiefs would let him walk out the building if there wasn't a good reason to do it? First of all, I think that they think they can replace him with multiple wide receivers because this is the deepest wide receiver room they've ever had. That's it's the not only, top heavy. That's the but only place where you and I go separate ways. But however, I think that's a really good point. But do made. they let him walk out the building because? They had a chance to extend him, and they chose not to. They I, chose not to, and they did have a number for him. They gave him a. They gave him an offer. It wasn't high enough for him. I think apparently. You are, I think you are reading that right, to be honest. But I'm just saying, like, does the best, arguably the best franchise of the last five years, let this guy out the door? 
Yeah, and I, I, I don't, don't want to sign him for that much money. Period. Like that's Maybe a you're seeing a little bit more. Because Devontae, the Packers couldn't pay him. Oh, they could have. They just chose not to as well. With Devontae? Yeah. yeah. They, they, they could have. They could have. Oh, wow. They chose I not didn't to. I think they could because of and, Rodgers. And Rodgers actually. There was a contract on the table. Yeah, and Rodgers actually shed some light on this. He said that he wasn't expecting, like, he was expecting Adams to be Correct. there when he did yeah. sign the deal. And Adams went and just said recently that um, he couldn't risk Aaron Rodgers retiring in a couple of years. He wanted to be secure. And to that, I say, well, I mean, your deal is what four years, and let me also and you couldn't stick around for three more. So it sounds like he though. wanted he wanted out. You know He's what that also? Though. You know what that also tells me? Who do we talk about on this show all the time? Jordan Love. He know that organization knows he can't play. It's maybe not, there maybe but, there is something to it. Like he was thinking, all right, sudden change. If Aaron Rodgers retires in a year, which the contract obviously says otherwise, if he retires in a year, we got Jordan Love. Okay, maybe, but I. I just think he wanted out. Absolutely. I think I, he wanted out. I agree with you. I think he wanted out too. And Tyreek, on the other hand, he's like, all right, you're not paying me. Now I want out. Because I think he actually wanted to stay. But why are you going to pay him quarterback money? You're already paying 40-something mil for Patrick Mahomes. Right. So, you know, it comes a point in time. you got to make a decision. They each, both sides made their decisions. Yeah. Could meet in the middle. But it's interesting though because we're we're hearing all this shit and he's he's talking and he is sounding the way he's sounding and we all sound like we have a gripe with it. It's interesting. All right, we gotta get the quarterbacks. Philly Phil, change it up, please. It's a perfect segue. Fucking nose is bleeding. Oh no, you eleven? <laughs> yeah, dude. Eleven. <laughs> Oh, by the way, you I'm on season energy. three. I'm actually watching season you are, three. Dude, yeah. You are, dude. Out of I gave it a chance. That's my guy. And I, I got to be honest with you guys, I'm hooked. Yo, season four it's wild, right? Season four is the shit. I finished episode four, so I'm on, on episode five of season three. I can't All right, I won't, I won't say up. anything. I, I can't, can't wait until July. I can't wait for you to get to get to where we are right now. It's crazy. You guys see the whole fucking, like, Vecna guy, like, getting, you know, it takes like two, three hours a day. To get him in his Vecna. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, you see that whole video? Seasna. That's not in season three, so don't. Yeah, no, no. I'm just. It's just a character. And I'm not going to tell you anything about him. Don't worry. But did you see that video? No, I didn't. No, I did. It was like crazy. Fucking crazy. Crazy fucking makeup artist shit. Took like two hours or something. Every single day of filming, he has to do it. Wait till you see this character. It's dedication. Yeah, it's crazy. How bad do you want it? You know what I mean? Scream. I'm trying to lift the mic up for him. <laughs> it's not working very well. Now, perfect segment, perfect segue. Excuse me. We are going to the quarterback tiers, which we started last show. So this is a four-part series here where we are doing eight quarterbacks a show. So that's two divisions, all right? And this is for the audience, okay? First of all, we want your feedback. But we are basically... Breaking up all 32 starter quarterbacks and maybe some relevant backups. We are telling you what tier they belong in right now. And then for the rookies and second-year QBs who didn't play a full season, we're projecting what tier they're going to be in. So right now, what quarterback tier are these guys in? That's what we're telling you. This is going into the season. What quarterback tier are these guys in? And here are the tiers. And Philly Phil, I know you'll put this out there for everybody. Yeah, I'm doing it. The tiers are this. Elite, great, very good, 
above average, average, below average, mediocre, again, quarterback tiers, elite, great, very good, above average, average, below average, mediocre, and if you heard us last show, we got pretty spirited here. My guy, Pauls. Yeah. I think that I think that it'll be a little more, you know, relaxed. This he, one? At least you know I believe in what the fuck I'm saying. I, exactly right. <laughs> and you're not the only person who said what you said. He said Aaron Rodgers is great, not elite. We're not going there again. Stand by but, that shit. But rest assured, we were sparring. And we might, we might spar again. But perfect segue. We are doing AFC West first because we just talked about Patrick Holmes. So, let's start with Patrick Mahomes. And this should be an easy one. I got him at very good. No, no you probably, don't. No, elite. I know you're fucking elite with me. Elite in all caps. Elite. I got him at elite. Yeah, that mean, that should be I don't easy. even got to speak any further. Mm-hmm. Just in case, you know, he threw us a curveball last week. Or Monday. You never know what you're going to get. Honesty. <laughs> you will get honesty. He really believes it. All right. Next, this is where it gets interesting. I will start with Derek Carr. What do you guys think of Derek Carr? Very good. Very good. Same. That's where I had him too. Very good. Wow, look at us. Very good. I think he's teetering great if he can, you know, come up with an MVP type season, especially with Devontae Adams in the fold and a healthy Darren Waller. Um, And Hunter Renfro has been... Great last year. I think he's going to have a great year this year as Just well. Just got paid. And uh, Josh Jacobs is also on a contract year, so he's going to do – I think he's going to do a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I, I like his trajectory to being great if he can have a really good season this year. Yep. And if you think about it, to echo what you just said, because I agree with you, if you think about where he was two years ago, this guy was on the outs. Gutter. People were begging the Raiders to get rid of him. Average, maybe even below average. Okay? Look what he's done. He looks like the, you know, the first two years, Derek Carr, where he was balling. And he actually looks better. He looks like a poised veteran quarterback, like a very good passing quarterback. He found himself. And he's a great leader. The guys love him. And now he's got Josh McDaniels as his coordinator, essentially. It's his head coach. But you got McDaniels. You got Devontae Adams, Renfro, Waller. They're loaded. A pretty good run game. Not great. Not a bad offensive line. They're decent. They're young. Okay? So they got some stuff there for this guy. They're cooking. We'll see. I like their team. I mean, you guys got the Raiders pretty high on your list. I like them too. I just hate that they're in the AFC West. But I think that they'll be very productive on offense. Yeah. Right? We all agree there? Oh, my God, yeah. They get sure. the so, best with them. So, audience, <laughs> I want to hear what tier you have Derek Carr in. Okay? Now, we agreed, but some people are still kind of, you know, it's Derek Carr. Yeah. So, above average, Godfar says. Now, that's, I'm not surprised because I think that there's a lot of people that believe that. I think he, he took a leap last year. I think he was kind of there. Spell his name. Now he's very all. good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's wow. disrespectful. <laughs> so, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah you might have to be checked there, Godfar. Bring it. We all love you, though. <laughs> all right. Moving on. The Chargers. Justin Herbert. Where do you have Justin Herbert? Audience, I want to know what QB tier Justin Herbert's in. I'm looking at you right now. What tier is Justin Herbert in? And this is a tough one. 
It should be difficult. I mean, I, if I you think didn't have to think about this one, I got very good. I'll just be honest with you. You I, don't he, have him as great either. He's gonna be. You don't think he already is? So he played two years. You can't you can't gauge somebody's success as great in two years. Yeah, in my you, opinion, you do. You do have a me, high, yeah. For I me. mean, you have a higher standard with that. For me, that is. He he is going to be great if he can put the Chargers into the playoffs this year, which I think they're like it is going to happen. Then he can go into that great status. But I need to see him in the playoffs as well. Yeah, like he didn't like have. I want to see him perform in the playoffs. He didn't have the Mahomes playoff success right early on, but the numbers are. I know. Astronomical. I'm between very good and great. I want to say like very great. Wow. Um, the only reason though is because like got to make the playoffs. You got Keenan Allen. You got Mike Williams. You got Austin Eckler. Like give me something. And yeah. I know your your head coach is a bonehead. I'm stuck between them too. If I had a lean right now, I would say very good because he got to get it done. Actually, no, no, I, I'm going great. I I'm see. saying great because I, I really am torn on it. But the plays he makes are just unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, this is a varying subject here. Well, first I see another above average Derek Carr. Now I see above average for Mr. Herbert. Very good. Still needs to show it. Oh man. I'll say this though. This is what I'll say. Out of all the very goods that I have, he's got the highest ceiling to be elite. I'll say that. He it's, absolutely can be elite. He, yeah, he, I, I think he can be. Like, if he can be, if he can have longevity and he's playing like this for the next five years, absolutely he's elite. I see another comment saying, above average, need to see if he can keep it up when de defenses figure it out. Well, to that I say, I think he did that this year. I'm saying, I'm saying he was great. better this year. Great. Which is saying something. Um, and look, the team great. around him. I'm gonna go great. The first year, they you hesitated. They hesitated to give him the job. He was taking over, you know, pretty much a dead end. It was the end of Phil Rivers' career. The team was kind of ass. They had a couple of pieces though. No, Last wasn't year, it Tyrod Taylor? He took over um, when he his yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like it was the it was the tail end of oh, of that I got situation, and I I worded it poorly. My bad. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he, so that was his first year, taking over a team that was, you know, mediocre. Funny enough, too, I told Piles, I was like, yo, pick him up in fantasy. Because, I, yeah, I, I was seeing some throws in his, in, in his, his rookie He's year. Unbelievable. And, man, he was slinging in, like, into some tight windows. He has a beautiful touch on the pass. And, like, this guy is, he's going to be elite. Don't make no mistake about it. To, but for my criteria to be great, I need to see some how you success. perform in the playoffs. Like, you got to, like, you do have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Austin Eckler, like you have, like you got weapons. Yeah, bro. you got weapons. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like obviously his defense was kind of shaky as well. But you know, because that also plays in a factor in the overall team. But I mean, I just need, I just want to see him perform in the playoffs. If he can put up those kind of numbers like he does in the regular season into the playoffs, you got me. You got me. I just want to see. I just want to see more. I, like two years for me is just too soon. I think. Yeah. For me, I think that's totally fair, guys. I think it's totally fair, but I, I'm i telling you just based on what I see here. So this is kind of, yeah, I'm with you with the playoff stuff, definitely. They should have made the playoffs last year. He did everything possible. Like, literally, those games to try to get them in, besides the Houston one, which was a fucking train wreck. It should have never came down to that. But everything after that, everything before that even, was truly special. Putting the team on his back. And yes, I think that the defense was very weak last year. The offense, though, was phenomenal. This guy's got 69 touchdowns, 25 picks in two years for 9,300 
passing yards. What do you have him as? I think he's an elite quarterback. I honestly do. And I fought myself a little bit because of the playoff stuff. I think he's definitely great. But this is a thing where it's like, I think this is a guy where I'm willing to bet all chips on the table for. That's kind of how I viewed it. It's like, okay, I think he already is elite. Now they put more around him. And I think this team is really formidable this year. They could be a Super Bowl team. And he is good enough to get them the bowl. I already think he's an elite performer. So that's how I viewed it. It's like, I think he's too elite as a player for me to kind of penalize him for the lack of playoffs yet because this was a building franchise. I think they should have made it last year. I had them in the playoffs. You guys remember. So it's like, that's how I viewed it here. I think he's phenomenal. But like I said, you know, wide range of outcomes here. Everybody's... This is a trendy one right here. Justin Herbert, let's hear it again. If you have an answer, what tier do you have Justin Herbert in? I said elite. These guys said... Great. Great. Pauls? I said very Nick said good. very good. And I won't argue either of them. I mean, my criteria is just different. Yes. That's all. So... Like I said, he has the highest ceiling to be elite. Out of all my completely agree with you. Absolutely. Completely agree. Moving on, there's one more AFC West quarterback... And this one should be a good one, too. All right. Russell Wilson, the newest quarterback of the Denver Broncos. I need to hear where you have Russell Wilson, guys. And I I know this is going to vary. So go ahead. Say what you got to say. I have Russell Wilson. Just don't hurt me, all right? No, I have him as great. All right. I won't argue. I won't argue that. Pleasantly surprised. And happy again. See, you surprised me with Lamar. You surprised me with Russ. You, I tell you what I truly fucking believe. I love you. I love you more. <laughs> I feel really good about that. Theories. I was trending towards... I was trending towards Elite, but I think he's great. I'm okay with that, too. The fact you even mentioned the word Elite, I thought you guys were going to be all over the place. With this however, part. however, if... The predicted success of the Broncos takes off this year. He will be back in that in that elite conversation. Fuck yeah! So like that's why I have my great because maybe it was last year on the Seahawks. Maybe was it a mirage to his standards? That's what I want to see. So I'm looking forward to seeing Russell Wilson play for the Denver Broncos. He caught on at the end of the and year. see what happens because if he can really catch fire and he could take Denver, if they, if fuck it, if they fuck around and win the division, he's definitely a quarterback. Look at the division. It's loaded. So I think any, like, I think it's a great opportunity for Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert to really, to really make a name for themselves. The Wild Wild West, bro. Absolutely. (laughs) Because you're dethroning Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? You're like, you're unseating him for a year. So now the buzz is around you. So you're grabbing that attention. So like, this is, this is a big year for a lot of these quarterbacks. I'm saying elite. I'm not thinking twice. You guys know how I feel. I think that. It took him a little bit to get back into it after the injury. He came back way too soon. Two games were a wash, but then I read you guys the numbers already. I read you guys the numbers when you exclude the first two games he came back. It was another elite Russell Wilson season in a season full of chaos and disarray for the franchise. This should be a refreshing change for him. I think he's going to ball out. I really do. Um, I don't have no problem with Russell. I'll I be still, happy for him. Me either. I don't and have I, no problem. Yeah, and he's, and he's a great guy. So, yeah. I mean, 
No one's going to have a gripe, but I, I, I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited to see that team. And I, I like competition, so I want to see a really good AFC West battle. I want to see the Broncos be one of the best teams in the league. I want to see the Chargers be one of the best. I mean, that would be crazy if you see three of the top five, six teams in one division. That's, I mean, Four, you could even, probably argue I mean, that. you could even. <laughs> I'm, I'm just giving some respect here. I know how you guys feel about the Raiders. I don't think they're there, but they could be. I'm not going to say they can't be. You know, yeah. I still got the Chiefs winning the division. I think Russ is elite, and they're going to be a very formidable team. Well, uh, so you got Chiefs winning the division? I still have them winning the division. But remember, I, it is June 16th. I got And we don't have to officially pick that for another month and a half, roughly. So I'm leaning towards the Raiders, weirdly. I believe. Got feel for you, right? Yeah. I mean, Devontae Adams is a big pickup, man. That's a solid, solid, solid pickup. That's as best as you're gonna get. It's gonna you're getting a, the best wide receiver in the game, the and you and you paid Hunter Renfro too. Like now, you guys got like stability and peace of mind, knowing that I'm gonna be here for a long time. This is my squad. You even go harder for your squad, knowing that because you know, you, like you got your brothers with you, year in and year out. I think they're going to ball out, bro. I, feel, I have a weird feeling about the Raiders. However, I think the Chargers could be a sneaky, sneaky Super Bowl pick. I might just do it. I might do it. I probably wouldn't argue there, honestly. I'm kind of torn right now with the Super Bowl. But I see three teams. I see four possible playoff teams. I see three that actually could literally make that kind of a run. Who's your three? Like I'm saying in that division. Oh. Three who's, teams that I think will make noise in the playoffs are Chiefs, who's the worst Broncos, team? Chargers. Who's the worst team in the division? I you think the Raiders. Like, quick, quick. I think the Raiders. But it's again, I think that they could be a playoff team regardless. I think they're the worst team in the division. They you? have the worst defense. What? Who's the worst team in the division? Uh, from uh, right off the top of my head, Broncos or Raiders? Yeah, I'm going Broncos. But like when I say worst team, don't take it any. I'm just saying that's like four. It's just, they might right. fuck around and win 10. They, 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 they might be 10 and 7. That's Godfather's that's with me says Denver's going to the playoffs. I agree. Um, but now, guys, in the interest of time, because there is a game on, we have the NFC South, and this should be pretty easy. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. NFC West is where we are. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I skipped ahead a little bit. All right, NFC West, Philly Phil, change it up one more time, and this is how we're going to end the show. All right, and I, I, I think this should be easy, okay? Matthew Stafford, what tier does he belong in? Audience, let us know. Matthew Stafford, where do you put him? Elite. Nice. Super Bowl champion. I mean, look at his stats. He has a, he's a Hall of Fame career. He's got, like, another great opportunity to win it again. He's an elite quarterback. You saw what he did in that playoffs, and he's just – he's elite. I got him as great. I have him as great, too. But if he does it again this year, if he just has another great season, even like I'll, I'll be willing to put him back. And again, it has more it has more to do with him being consistent for me. I think that he, he has many moments where he plays like an elite quarterback, and he definitely is an elite talent. So Absolutely. I just want to see a little bit more, I guess. And that's no, no slight. Sure. Phenomenal think, quarterback. I, just, I think he's been underrated probably throughout his whole career. I just think he brings the best out of his teammates. I, I didn't see Cooper Cup get 2,000 yards with uh, Jared Goff. Like, I didn't see him do that. But, you know, as soon as Matthew Stafford stepped in, he had a yep. one of the best seasons of all time. So, for me, that's an elite quarterback when you can make your team better around you. So And he won the damn me. bowl. So, Absolutely. I can't even argue with you because 
you know, he, like I said, he's right there. Absolutely. He's right fucking there. He's a beast. All right. Easy one there. Seahawks. <laughs> Why are we even discussing this We're going this from team? phenomenal all the way to, yeah. like, literally, this is the, the bottom, okay? The very, very bottom. Drew Locke. Mediocre. <laughs> he's not salvageable at all. No. I say mediocre, and I didn't think twice for that one. I got below average. Uh, he had some flashes in Denver where he could be, you know. He did. They had they had promise. So, I mean, like, it, it wasn't that long ago. He's still young. So, he still has, you know, potential. Um, but, I mean, he's got DK Metcalf. He's got Tyler Lockett. I think he's going to do. They just don't throw the fucking ball. Right. But, like, I, I don't think he's. That's good for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't know what? Play action. Below is, average. He's best in play action. I think he's a below average quarterback. And. Who knows? He he has a chance to be average this year. Nick, so. I, I I actually think that I lean below average, but I I thought about his situation and right away I was just like, yep. Well, he was already he he played very poorly at the tail end of his Bronco career. So I just said, all right, mediocre, mediocre quarterback, mediocre. Here, let me rephrase, mediocre starting quarterback, but he would be probably a below average to average backup. That sounds better. I think he's a mediocre starter. Mediocre starter. I, I would go below average. But he's not dead. I think he, no. he could maybe I think salvage some good, value. I think he's got a good chance. Like last year, he got you know he was with uh, Teddy Bridgewater in in Denver. Obviously, Teddy won the job. But like, who knows? I mean, maybe maybe he needed that veteran leadership for a year, and then now he's in Seattle. He's got DK. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got weapons. So like, who knows? He maybe he has potential to be average. I think he's got some potential left. I mean, I don't know, you know, to be to be a top 32 quarterback in the NFL, you got to be doing something right in the world. Yeah, I mean, he's going to play. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not As saying today, he's the best, he's the best but I'm just saying he's he's good enough to get uh, a, a shot here. And so. he's still young, so and he'll be in a system where you minimize him throwing the ball a ton. That's the best I can give him. Geno Smith, though is in this competition, so I need to hear your opinion on Geno Smith. Yes, apparently it's a competition. Yeah. Mediocre. mediocre. <laughs> Jinx. It's a mediocre competition. He's below average. He he, he, <laughs> he played he played good in the absence of Russell Wilson last year. He, he had a couple did. good games. Like, he actually, like, I, I think it gets the Steelers. I think they beat the Steelers, right? Yeah. Yeah, and they did. And, and who was quarterback of that? Gino. That's right. So he had some decent average. moments last you're not year. Trying to call, you're not trying to do that to me. Below right average. Geno Smith. Below average. He's a below <laughs> average quarterback. What's wrong with that? He's not mediocre. Mediocre means you shouldn't start at all. Like, you shouldn't be a backup. You should be like, I don't know. Uh, Geno Smith. Who? <laughs> you should be Geno Smith. You should be like a fucking, I don't even know, like an A.J. Feely type dude. You know what I mean? Like Yo, a he came in and balled. Yeah, once. And Gino, what did Geno do? You just said Geno balled. I'm on. just saying. No, no, but Geno had a history of starting in, in, with, you know, with the Jets. It was a disaster. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but he was a below average quarterback. He wasn't mediocre. Well, He's he's a mediocre starting quarterback. It's the same thing. Yeah, all right, well, whatever, he was a mediocre you, starter for the Jets. If that's how you guys want to gauge it, I think he's a below average quarterback. That's, that's how I believe it. I, don't, I, don't, I, fucking I mean, mediocre is complete garbage, bro. All right, so now this this one actually. Come on, listen, dude. we're not gonna. We're talking on. like JP Lossman kind of dudes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. that's like that's that's mediocre. JP Lossman. That's that's I've heard me that in a long time. That's mediocre. Yeah, that's crazy. That's mediocre. But I think G I mean Gina Snuff, He's still in the league, right? He's making his case. Go Gina. <sighs> So this one, this one is interesting. Go Gino. Go Gino. <laughs> that could be the episode. Go Gino. Good for that him. Crazy. Good for him. He's still in the league and he's making money. So good for him. All right. 
This one is tough because this is a projection. This man only played in two games last year, I believe. I mean, two games as an actual quarterback. This would be the 49ers, and this is Trey Lance, your projected starter at the moment. Where do you project him? Because we do not have enough of a sample size. So this is just strictly, this is us guessing right now. Where do you think he will be heading into the season, going through it? Uh, I'm going to say average. I, I, don't know, I don't know how to gauge him. He hasn't played in a while, but he's got legs. So I, I'll, I'll say average. He's got legs. <laughs> he I can run. That's what yeah. I mean. Like he can yeah. run. So that's got, he's that's, got mobility. Yeah. I, I don't know, though. I don't know. Uh, where, am I, where am I projecting him? Where do you to, project him to be? At the end of the season? Sure. Just, we're leading to. Sure. I'm going to go leading to. I'll say he's a, he's an average quarterback, right now. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I don't think anybody does really, and unless you know, except for San Fran, they know what they got. But I I don't know much about him. And I'm with you on that. I think that I'm with you guys like on what you're saying. I am saying I think that he projects to be an above average quarterback going into the year. I think just because. He can't be any worse as a passer as Jimmy G. Like, and that's not disrespect. I'm saying, like, he just has to be an average passer. That's not a, a tough ask, okay? <clears throat> he showed a little bit in the two two games that he played. Um, but he brings that added dimension, and this, this team already is a phenomenal rushing team. So it's a very good scenario for him. He's got everything he needs around him. I think he's going to be above average. Now... Here's the catch-22. Jimmy G's still on the roster. And until someone's named the starter, I mean, they did name Trey Lance the starter to open camp. Basically, but yeah. you never know what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm being fair here. Look, you know how I feel. I'm being fair here. Jimmy Garoppolo, where do you got him? Above average. Above average. I won't complain. Part of me wants to put him at very good. Because I like I like his pedigree in, in, in the in the playoffs. I love him. I, I do. love Jimmy I G. I do, man. He wins. He wins. He gets there. Um, but I'll go. I'll go above average. I think he's above average quarterback. Um, I think he had his moments where he did flash and he was you know the Niners were hot. Um, but he also had Debo Samuel and Kittle and Ayuk and, and it never really felt like they really maximized all those talents that they had um, because George Kittle was an absolute monster a couple of years ago. I mean, he still is. Don't get me wrong. He's still a top tight end in the league, but he's had, he's had a, a couple like last year, I think was a pretty meh season for him, even though he had, he got injured up and down. Week, like he had a dominant stretch at one point, yeah, but he was fighting something off. Right. So like inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, Debo reaches full potential, but like Brandon, Ayuk, like I want to see more of them, you know, like of those talents being more developed. I mean, and that comes from the quarterback, in my opinion. But so I'm going to go above average. Cool. I'm saying average, <clears throat> and this is not a slight because I know you want to take it there, but it's not. I actually think he, he's probably a starting quarterback in the league. Now, this year may not reflect it, but I do think that he can start and be successful enough in the league. So he's, he's average, and he has his moments. He has some moments where he gets hot. He can be above average, even very good sometimes. Most of the time, though, he's consistently average, and that's not a bad thing because there's a place for that in this league. Hell yeah, there is. There's a place for it, and if he's in the right fit... You already saw what he could do. If he's in the right Ooh. fit, 
He's already shown it. So I like respect. Go, I like to see him go to the Browns. I I actually would like to see it. I think they have to make a pivot move. So, last but not least, Paul's his favorite player. I love this guy, man. Kyler Murray. What tier do you have him in? Audience, I want to hear from you as well. What tier is Kyler Murray in? And this is how we close the show. There could be fireworks. There might not be. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think you know what I'm going to say. I don't know what you are going to say. All right. Kyler Murray. Average. That's disrespectful. But that's okay. It's real. You got average? Oh, yeah. I, have average. I, I actually thought you were going to go higher. Honest nah. to God. Nah. Even you. There's no point. You start 7-0, and you lose the division, you get the floor wipe with you in a playoff game, you demand more money, you delete all your Instagram posts. He's been quiet, though, recently. That's because he's about to get paid, according to Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, I which so I actually too. thought was a weird comment that he made. Yeah, he kind of put the front office in a weird you position. So let me, I, he shouldn't have done that. Paul's theories. Do you think he was doing that on purpose to, for like a leverage scenario? Maybe. Hitching the wagons to his quarterback. Yep. That's exactly how I took it. I mean, because look, never Cliff seen... Kingsbury's job is going to be fucking hell if you don't have Kyler Murray. And look, by all accounts so far, Kingsbury's the one holding this team back. We've had We've all said about it. that. You know? I'm not a Kingsbury fan. Well, can you imagine him without him? I don't even want to go there. That's a scary thought. He stinks. That's scary. <laughs> he stinks. He does stink, dude. I've said it for so long. I don't like Kingsbury either. I mean, obviously, I don't like Murray either. I'm not. He's not my. He's not my cup of tea. But I've said I've been very consistent with the with the uh, the Cliff Kingsbury stuff. You have. He is a disaster. I got above average. That's. I mean. He's got the chance to be great, but the consistency is just not there for me. And to collapse when you were seven and zero or whatever, like that was that's monumental. Bro, like, you know what I mean? Gotta be healthy. If you're, if you're that guy, you're not letting that happen. That's that's your team, that's your ship. Um, but for me, like above average, I think that's fair. I think above average is fair for him. I won't argue. I, hey, I won't argue as long as nobody's saying he's great or elite. I'm cool with whatever you do. And I'm I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying average though. This guy, rookie of the year, first year, Pro Bowl two <clears> year in a row. Um, the team has gotten better each year. At quarterback so far, um, I know Godfar wants to see an argument, but there isn't going to be one here because you have to acknowledge what he's done in the second half of the last two seasons. So you see flashes of MVP for eight games and then eight games where he is literally, oh, it was bad. It's like two different It was players. ugly, and I, I could even tell you the turning point. It was right here. We were watching the game together. Versus the Packers, he has an unbelievable drive to get the ball all the way down the field. It was a signature moment. It would have probably been the signature moment if he won MVP. And A.J. Brown didn't turn around. Perfectly thrown ball. A.J. Green. Uh, I said A.J. Brown. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Adriel Jeremiah Green, excuse me, <laughs> did not turn around. And it was a veteran mistake. You, you never see that from A.J. Green. Would have changed everything. Cardinals lose the game. Kyler's hurt. It's a wrap. And he came back and played poorly. Yep. So, but that said, you know, if I see it again this year, then I'm willing to go all over the place. I'm willing to go a little lower, but I'm saying very good because he's shown moments of elite. He's shown moments of great. 
He show moments of above average. He show moments of average. He show moments of below average. He's legitimately a like if you're the Cardinals and that Range organization, of he's been a very hard player to gauge. Like what is his actual trajectory? But also, well, yeah, because he's asked to be paid like an elite quarterback. And he, but he's a but great he, But he's the thing is, that's all he it's is. like, let's not forget. He's an athlete. He's what, a this guy, athlete. what this guy's been asked to do his first three years. So they finally go out and they get him DeAndre Hopkins. That offensive line is pitiful. I feel for them. And they, Rodney like Hudson? Not even back. That, Rodney Hudson, Hudson's good, but the rest of the offensive no, line. There, there's an internal issue now. He's not coming to camp. Yeah, I, I saw. That's but I'm saying, I'm saying, though. This line was pitiful. This team wasn't a competitive team in reality until this year. They went 8-8 eight and eight the year before, but they were not a good team. This was strictly on the back of the quarterback. And, and really, look at what he's being asked to do. And again, I think he's not in the right scheme. I don't like the way Kingsbury calls a game. But they did give him a little bit more. If Hopkins comes back and he's still Hopkins, you got Hollywood Brown. Uh, you got Zach Ertz, who was pretty good in his time there. You got a successful run game, which they didn't have his first two years. James Conner was electric. He was awesome. Yeah, I he mean, he came out of nowhere. He was good. So they gave him a little bit more on the offensive side. The defense got worse this year. So it's kind of a tough team to gauge, too, honestly. But the numbers are great. Like, this is 70 TDs, 34 picks. And that's not counting any rushing statistics. Um, I'll give you that real quick. He has 20 total TDs on the ground so that's I mean that's pretty nice this is 90 TDs 34 picks in three years not bad not bad so I need to see I need to see what he does this year I really do if he if he has another collapse this year mm, we don't want to talk about it oh I can no I I Uh, believe I've been consistent with what I said last year when he was playing like shit you heard it here I I ate my words so Great talent, though. We'll see. Let's see if he wants to work out his game this year. He's got to get better. All right. Fair? Yep. Everybody good? We got a game to watch. Philly Phil. Man, I I can't wait for football season, guys. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. We're back. Like, we we really, we want to talk football. We got all this football stuff right now. We're going to have more football next show. So next show, guys, let's start there. Episode 88 is next show, and that is on Monday. This upcoming Monday, 8 p.m., we will probably be either talking Game 7. Well, I mean, we're going to rehash the series because Game 7 is on Sunday. So we're, we're talking about the end of this series no matter what on Monday. We have more NFL QB tiers. So we have... Another two divisions. I'm not going to re- reveal which, um, but we still we still do have though. We still do have NFC East, AFC East, and then we got AFC South, NFC South. So we got four divisions left. Two segments, uh, two shows to go to finish it. So we'll finish out the QB tiers next week. Other than that, watch the Stanley Cup, watch the NBA Finals, and. That, everybody, was episode 87. It was brought to you by PrizePix, your home for daily fantasy sports. New players who signed up today using our promo code ICONIC receive a 100% is deposit match up to $100. It's a hell of a deal. Don't wait. Go right now and play on PrizePix. Daily fantasy made easy. We were live tonight. 
at the Props Network at PropsHQ.com, where you can go and subscribe to us and keep up with all the latest show news and our episode schedule. And then finally, you see this, Nick, what's it called? Fantastic Fabric. This fantastic fabric on us right here. P&I merch. We got black and gray short sleeve tees. Long sleeve tees. Fuck with the long hoodies. Sleeves. I'm I'm in the long sleeves today. I fuck with the long sleeves. Next in the short sleeves. The gray is our newest color. Uh, we have hoodies, and now we have tanks, fresh for the summer. All right, we're getting you ready for the summer, and we even have mugs. Seeing it here, you can get your name on it. Here, okay, baby. so DM us for prices and information on our merch if you want something, and that is courtesy of IPP Pressworks. We just put in another massive order. Okay, massive. So we're ready for you. All right. That's all, guys. Take it away, Theories. Go ahead, Theories. Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our socials on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And we will see you guys next Monday at P&I, baby.